1: Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Brinkinridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. All right, so look, I I think this is a great story. I don't blame this guy one bit for what he did. In fact, to to, to frame it that way, I almost make it seem like he did something wrong, which clearly these protesters thought. Uh, I don't think a chef eating something he cooked in his own restaurant constitutes anything even approaching inappropriate. So the restaurant in question is in Toronto. It's called Antler. Antlerkitchenbar.com is the website. Uh, get the address there. You make a reservation. If you're going to be in Toronto, I, I think you should go to this restaurant to support this guy. And I think you should go to this restaurant because it looks as though the food there is pretty amazing. That's maybe a little hipster, but it looks pretty good. As it says on the website, to Canada's most urbane city comes a restaurant with a menu that's rural to its roots. Owned by Chef Michael Hunter and Jody Shapiro, Antler aims to celebrate the wild culinary delights of Canada. Red Seal executive Chef Michael Hunter has shaped Antler around an authentic creation of his food, cooking style, and philosophy. Having grown up in the Canadian outdoors, his use of regional ingredients and dishes reflect the Canadian uh, terroir. Terroir? Is that a word? (laughs) D-E-R-R-O-I-R. Anyway, Antler taps the taste, flavors, and aromas of our glorious near north. At Antler, the goal is to serve innovative Canadian cuisine with entrees such as Spice Ash, Crusted Rack of Deer, Game Burger made with Wild Boar, Bison, Deer, Pastas with Braised Rabbits, Wild boar, lumpia, all kinds of great stuff. Uh, Vegans probably wouldn't like this restaurant. Okay, fair enough, right? If you don't like a restaurant, don't go there. Instead, though, they've been protesting at this guy's place. In fact, apparently these protests have been going on for weeks. So the owner, the chef, decided enough is enough and kind of took matters into his own hands last night, joining us uh, for more is uh, Jake Evanston, Toronto reporter with the national post nationalpost.com, dot com who's covering this uh, 's got a piece up today at the nationalpost dot com Jake thanks for joining us here hey my pleasure so yeah so so these protests have been going on for a while then is that right
0: Yes, so as far as I can tell they they started in December and the, the way they started is a bit peculiar um the protest organizer noticed a sign out front of the restaurant a little sandwich board chalkboard sign uh, that said uh, venison is the new kale and she didn't take that as a joke she sort of thought that that was making a mockery of the animals they were serving and you know it's 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 interesting because this particular restaurant antler um the, their whole philosophy is, is sort of one of the more progressive ones in terms of you know, animal welfare and, and you know, the chef and owner, Michael Hunter, has been quite outspoken about factory farming. So I was a bit perplexed as to why they might be targeting this one. So they saw the sign, and they also, part of their reason for deciding to to start in December was that they don't really believe the idea of ethical meat. Um, They think that, they they call it a myth. So they decided to start in December. The plan was to to do weekly protests from December on. We had a bit of a cold winter in Toronto, uh, not by your standards, but... uh, um, That 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 didn't really work that way. It's been about five. They tell me five protests outside that last an hour or two.
1: Okay, so you know a handful of them gather outside. Apparently they chant slogans. There was a sign uh, that says "murder" in big pink letters. Right. That's right. Uh, are, are, they, I mean, are they getting in the face of people who are going into the restaurant, or what are they doing?
0: I, I, I'm, from what they tell me, um, they, they're there an, on an educational basis. So they're speaking to people who walk by and who walk into the restaurant uh, about uh, their beliefs on, on the livestock industry.
1: Okay. So what happened—when did this happen, by the way, the uh, counter-protest, we want to call it that?
0: Uh, it, it happened on Friday night, which is, as you know, is a big night for restaurants. Um, and about, so I'm told around quarter to eight on Friday night after they had been there, maybe 45 minutes, uh, the chef and owner himself comes out with a, a leg of deer and a cutting board and a pen and a knife and begins to break down this piece of meat, uh, separating the meat from the bone, lasted a while. There was no interaction between the protesters. So the protesters were kind of... Uh, baffled by it they're trying to figure out what kind of animal it was um there's a there was a video uh of the incident where there's this kind of breathless commentator behind the um behind the camera you know giving giving sort of play by play of what's going on he's brought the leg of this murdered deer out to the and out in front of us to taunt us and it's not really clear why he's doing it but um he's since given an interview to another newspaper where he was saying that he was he was frustrated. Uh, so he, he he breaks down this deer, brings it back to the restaurant, bring, brings it back to the kitchen, and then appears 30, 30 minutes later, I'm told, with uh, this plate, and there's a piece of meat that looks very nicely cooked, um, mm-hmm. and and starts to eat it, just kind of gazing out at these protesters. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't, from the photos and the video, he doesn't look angry. He's just sort of... I, I, I took it as maybe exasperated, um, but he's just, he's just sort of sitting there eating it. And it's in the middle of service. It's, 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 it's so peculiar.
1: It, well, it yeah, is. Look, so he, he's inside his own restaurant. He's cooking meat that they have in the restaurant that's on the menu. Right? It's not as though he went out and threw a piece of raw meat at these protesters. Right. Uh, but, but still, it, it didn't go over well. The, the protesters outside seem pretty upset about it.
0: They were, and they—they, they, uh, you know, a, a lot of words. They said they were shocked and saddened, and and, and uh, the protest organizer was saying that she wasn't sure whether or not, you know, they had gotten to him on a deep level, and whether he was—I uh, think she, the word she used was unraveling. Um, now, uh, it, it's really in the past. Maybe forty-eight, twenty-four, forty-eight hours has has become a, a, a sort of an like an international news story, and I think all people involved are are a, a little bit uh, shell shocked by that.
1: Yeah, no kidding. So, did the police come down? Did the police got involved at some point? They did, and
0: that's that's an interesting point. So, I, I spoke to the um, the sergeant at at the division uh, that covers this area, uh, and. He said that they, there were police officers just on hand, as there would be for any other protest. Um, but uh, I, in the video, you see that you know when he starts um, butchering this uh, piece of venison, they walk into the restaurant, which is a little odd. So I said, well, did they tell him to stop? What happened? Uh, and uh, they said, no, he can do whatever he wants in his restaurant. They were just sort of talking to him logistically about the protest and whatever. But he does... So it doesn't sound like they... they Stepped in to stop it, but maybe just to, to speak to the owner there. Still not particularly sure what happened.
1: Well, so the, it seems like yeah, the the stakes have been raised. Uh, pardon <laughs> the pun. Do, do, do we know if another protest is planned at some point? Yeah, for Saturday.
0: So there's been a back and forth since with um, with the protesters and and the the owner. Um, They seem to you know, it's tough to pin them down on exactly what their demands are, because, you know, ultimately what they believe is that this restaurant shouldn't be this restaurant or any restaurant shouldn't be serving meat period um, that's not necessarily a that's quite a tall order I think um, uh, but I think there I think the first step to, to winding these protests down that they say is to, is to start talking with each other um, yeah I, I'm told that uh, the owner has has reached out to them on email um, offering you know he's a big um, champion of foraging and offered to take them foraging together to some uh, you know to sort of clear the air. They're not sure they're going to do that. So it's, it's, it's you know, I, I can't imagine it might continue to spiral on for some time.
1: Well, it'd be interesting to see. I, I think at the same time, all this attention might, um, you know, generate some support for this guy. I think there's probably a lot of sympathy for him and as a restaurant owner, what he's going
0: through here. Anecdotally, that's what I'm seeing just from, from people who have emailed me and, and, and the responses we've got online. Um, there seem to be a lot more people coming to the defense than uh, of the chef rather than the protesters. And, and that was something that the protesters seemed to be conscious of. I, I said, you know, the, the, one of my main questions going into the story was um, – you know, why hurt a small business? And and they said, well, you know, oftentimes when we do things like this, it's not hurting them because people see them as victimized and come to their defense and and take out reservations. And, uh, you know, that's yet to be seen whether or not that's true. Um, But it, it does sound like at least people are intending um, to go to this restaurant when they might otherwise not have.
1: I hope they do. Uh, More details on all this, nationalpost.com. Jake, thanks so much for making some time for us. Hey, my pleasure. Much appreciated. Uh, There you go, Jake Edmonston with the uh, National Post covering this uh, protest that went down Friday. Another round set for Saturday. I tell you what, if I was in Toronto, if I was anywhere near Toronto, I would make a point of going there, especially on Saturday just to irritate these pathetic losers. I'm sorry. I mean, you have a right to protest. This is about as lame a protest as I can possibly think of. If you're concerned about the welfare of animals, there's a lot of different ways you can express that. And there should be a lot of places much higher on your list of priorities than a small business in Toronto. As Jake writes in his story, how this is kind of the most perplexing part of the whole situation. Antler seems like an unlikely target for the animal rights set. The restaurant's entire concept is about local game and humanely raised livestock. Hunter himself is a forager and hunter, it's a fitting name, who has publicly criticized factory farming. This quote here from Peter Sanigan, owner of a prominent Toronto butcher shop, said he's a good guy, Hunter. It's a weird one for me. I absolutely think it's people's right to protest. I also think it could be misguided going after the smaller businesses. There's some terrible, terrible bleep going on in large factory farm-type operations and the type of grocery store chains that sell that kind of product. But the fact that Antler is a small establishment toting ethical meat is apparently exactly why protesters selected it. They think the bigger chains don't listen. They believe the concept of humane meat is a myth, and they see Antler as an opportunity to debunk it. So, what do you make of this guy and his uh, response to these protesters? I think it's a pretty clever way of getting under their skin. As much as they think they're getting under his, I'd say he got under theirs. 403-974-8255. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.